Are you sick and tired of being politically correct? Yeah. Would you like to recycle a vegetarian, save a spotted owl, and throw it on the Barbie? 20th Century Fox invites you to PCU. So join the party. Dive right in. And sit in the smoking section. Get wasted. Get toxic. And order one for the road. Toss them in back. Sunroof. All right. <laughs> PCU. Save the whale. Rated PG-13. Starts tomorrow at theaters everywhere. That we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats open, Don. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter Pantlet. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Chris now has his balls free. He can get in on this. I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. Did you miss us? I know you did. If you missed us last week with the holiday special, best of episode, fret not. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the FWB Podcast Worldwide Headquarters. I am Chris. Over there to my left, your right, with the luscious flowing mane of justice. That's also Chris. How are you, buddy? Yeah! Happy birthday, Josh Coran. Right! Happy birthday! You see, you, oh, you didn't remind me, and I still remembered. You see, I know. You I see? completely, completely slipped my mind no, that we were okay. doing that. The PCU thing yeah. was great. No, like I, this afternoon, uh, I was out and I searched back through our text messages because I was like, I know that's some point around here, and I need to verify that. And uh, so I did a search, and uh, shockingly. That was the only text in my entire messages app with uh, PCU in the message. <laughs> so it was easy to find. And uh, so I was able to, uh, I thought of that this afternoon. So I looked it up and loaded it up. So we had the cart ready to go. Yeah, man. So. Uh, no, no. Big 40 this year. Wow. The big four yeah. zero, 
Uh, so we have sent out for the AARP card. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Uh, so we have now, uh, every time he goes through the McDonald's drive through he's got to ask for a senior coffee. <laughs> That's just how it works. There, there was a guy when I was working uh, fast food in the mall food court at the chicken place not open on Sundays that would legitimately it didn't matter how many times we told him no he would come in and he would literally have 27 cents in his hand uh, and he would go store by store asking for a senior coffee <sighs> until someone just took pity on him yeah. and just was like i'll give you a cup of coffee if you'll just fuck off see i would be like okay here's the policy if i'm working and you show up and you've got you know the change in your hand and you say you know i can i get a discounted coffee i will say I will take whatever change is in your hand and I will give you a coffee, but you have to put your head underneath the coffee thing and I pour it out (laughs) directly into your mouth hole. And that is how into your mouth hole. Isn't that the title of your sex tape? Uh, That's the title of our third album. You directly into your mouth hole. Uh, And it's all the coffee that you can fit in one mouthful straight from the pot. How badly do you want to spend your 27 cents, Elmer? <laughs> That's what I want to know because I'm game to play this game with you. But come on. Uh, I was trying to think of another old man name. I know a bunch of old women names, but old man names. Uh, come on, Barnaby. That's not really Barnaby? an old man. That's not really an It's old not man. 1926. No, That's too old. I went too old. Mortimer. Eh, even a, older not not a fan of that one uh so i'm just gonna give up but yeah it would be come here old man name um and and that that's the rule is you gotta lay on your back you gotta slide your head you know down underneath the 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 the, the, the pull tab dealy and you open your mouth and you just tell me when you scream out in pain when and that's how yeah. much that's your 27 cents worth of coffee now get out of here is George an old man name? Uh, I, I would it, say Gerald is an old Gerald, man. Gerald, that's good. Yeah, get over here, Gerald. Put your back up on the uh, up here on the counter, Gerald. That's a good one. That's a good old man name. So yeah, that would be my policy. Um, so uh, next week, you know what I really want to talk to you about? Yeah, uh, I want to talk to you about my quest to find in town friends we can do that i have i have a a saga about my journey that i have been i have been on the last uh week or so to try and uh the different avenues that i have been exploring to find in town friends Okay. And how that's going, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So we'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, so um, yeah, don't forget. By the way, uh, coming up uh, the towards the end of October, we got to decide when we're gonna start our Halloween episodes too. I know uh, we have a uh, we have a long standing tradition of Halloween halloween month or last year we started it like the first week of september i think we should start the 26th all right we can do that 
Um, two weeks from today. All right. So in two weeks, we'll start our Halloween episodes. Uh, and that will be where we will heavily feature guests from Scarefest weekend coming up uh, October 20th through the 22nd at uh, the Central Bank Center in historic downtown Lexington. Um, I'm not going to say that we caused it, but when they announced that we were going to be there as media guests, when they approved our media, uh, our, our media partnership this year, uh, Saturday and weekend passes sold out. Yep. So Friday and Sunday is all that you can get now. So I, I am fucking like, ba- like scare fest has yeah. sold out. Yeah. Two days, two, two tickets worth. That uh, hasn't happened in uh, ever. Yeah, they have uh, like the weekend plus the gold VIP, the platinum, uh, the regular weekend pass and the regular Saturday pass are all sold out. So the only things left are Friday and Sunday. So uh, get on it uh, October 20th through the 22nd uh, where you can meet uh, guests such as Nick Castle and James Jude Courtney. So you can get your uh, Michael Myers fix, uh, Richard Dreyfus. Um, Tom Savini, Adrian, former Pum- WCW world champion, David, David Arquette. Arquette. I really, really thought about bringing a, uh, cause I've got a, like a WCW, like not like a replica title, but like the toy title that they put mm-hmm. out. I really thought about having him sign it, but I don't think I will because I'm sure it's going to be expensive. I don't know. Um, but, uh, a bunch of Friday, the 13th final girls like Amy Steele, Adrian King, um, Bill Mosley is going to be there. So there's going to be pretty much the entire fucking cast from Terrifier 2. Yeah, for real. Like so many people from Terrifier 2 are going to be there. Doug Bradley. uh, So just a ton, a ton of people. Uh, You know, Jack Osborne, for God's sake, is going to be there. So, um, you know, there's no shortage of. Um, of people to see there. So we're going to get more in depth into that throughout October and the end of September, because we've got, um, it's like six weeks away, not even six weeks away at this point. So it's getting closer. Yeah. Like we are getting there. So that's going to be fun. We're going to be doing some live stuff from there uh, on our YouTube page uh, and potentially our Facebook page. So if you have not been to our YouTube page, you probably want to go and subscribe so you don't miss out on that. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash and then the little at symbol uh, and then TN2M shows. You can check out all of our uh, the stuff that we've got up there, all of the episodes of who wrote that shopping list, including a new one that is up already this week. Uh, I think it's episode eight is up already. So um, that's going and uh, also have. Uh, a live show that we did from Vet City Con in 2018 that was probably the wildest show we've ever done. Um, <laughs> we have a couple long distance lunches and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so check that out. Subscribe so you don't want to miss when we go live and uh, present to you all of the fun at, we call it Scary Con. You, we know it and love it as Scary Con, but um, Scarefest, the end of October. So that's going to be fun. Um, But uh, we're not there yet. We're not here to talk about that yet. Because as you so uh, timely reminded me, I don't know. It's Josh Coron's birthday. That's right. 
there's an applause in here somewhere. I don't have happy birthday on here, but. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's that going on. So that's great. Um, but uh, it is apparently I, I had completely lost track of it. And it feels different because of the the writer's strike and all that stuff um, and the the actor's strike and all that. Um, it feels different to say that it's it's TV premiere week. Yeah. Because it's basically nothing but game shows and reality shows now because those don't require any writers. Uh, so um, it's it's a little weird uh, to say that it's TV premiere week because like it's nothing that we normally would be ready to watch on TV. Uh, mm-hmm. Because everything's different. But we had talked about it a month or so ago, how we were going to celebrate TV premiere week. And uh, also, I guess we could have said uh, that we are celebrating the return of the NFL and the UFC WWE merger. Uh, I celebrated by tearing my Achilles tendon, and I will be out no, the no, rest no, of the that, season. That was that was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. So I won't be out the rest of the season. No, no, no. After, we don't play football. After after doing uh, like a whole bunch of off season drama being a big old baby and then in four plays never mind i'm not going to get on my soapbox about aaron Rodgers being a little bitch but um not gonna do it um fuck the jets uh spoken like a true patriot yeah they suck uh so it's the return of tv week so we are going to celebrate by naming off what we consider to be some of the most, because there's nothing new really on TV anyway, we're going to tell you some of the most perfect TV seasons that you can watch now at home all together in one sitting. Oh, yeah. And some of, some of our personal favorites, what yes. makes them the best standout episodes from those seasons. Uh and yeah, just a bunch of good stuff. You want to kick us off, baby? What you got? I will. I will. I've got kind of a twofer because twofer. I've got I've got a show that, and I'm going I'm going to make some people really upset by this. Maybe even you, because I've got a show that ran for a, a while, but I think the first two seasons are pretty perfect. And in a perfect world, they would have stopped after season two. Because I could watch season one and season two, not skip an episode, love it. I've seen both of these seasons several times, and I love it every single time. There's not a bad episode in the bunch of both seasons, and... Knowing what happens, I think they should have stopped it after what I consider to be a perfect final season for season two. I am, of course, referring to the Showtime hit series, Dexter. I think season one is perfect. 
I think uh, yeah. I think season two is a perfect final season. Uh, and I would just chop it off at season two and be done with it. The the only disagreement I have is season four is so fucking good. Right. Like I like season four, but I don't like going through season three to get it. That's fair. Um Dexter has one of my favorite shows for a uh like pilot season for season one. It it's... is damn near perfect. I like I waffle about season two because all the stuff with Dokes is great, but like that fucking annoying British chick. Oh, I love her. You just love her because she shows her boobies. Yeah, it's true. She has probably the best line in the entire season or the entire series when she says, oh, pardon the tits. Yeah. Which is a fantastic line. Uh, But no, it is. I love like the whole idea of the season is great. Uh, They actually have a scene where the uh, the FBI profiler uh, who tries to catch who he doesn't know is Dexter has anal written on his forehead. It's an amazing mm-hmm. season. It's an amazing season from start to finish. And <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's so good. It has, there's a couple, there's a couple points where you kind of have to suspend disbelief a little bit, but it's a television show. So, you know, I'll allow it, but, Oh, yeah. the the entire scene where he has is it Dokes? Is that how you say it? Yeah. It was the entire scene where he has Dokes locked in the cage and he starts screaming the whole like, kill me or set me free. You only have two options, kill me or set me free. Is like it was so unbelievably tense out of nowhere. Yeah. Um they get you. But yeah, and season one is the perfect setup for absolutely everything. And the the less you say about the back half, the back four seasons of Dexter, with yeah. the exception of a lot of season six. Yeah. Um, but seasons five, seven, and eight, specifically seven. Seven is some of the worst television I've ever seen. Is seven the one with the uh, like the 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 like the mob, like the the Russian yeah, mob, yeah, and the like, strip club. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of okay with some of uh, some of that. Um, the the whole thing of Laguerta catching on to the fact that it's Dexter, yeah, that part and, that sucks, and Deb trying to come to terms with the fact of what Dexter's doing. Like yeah, the, sorry, go ahead. I, I I couldn't do it. Like everything else, I thought was like okay, but the the fact that that's like the forefront of the show, and that's what it's like beating you over the fucking head with that's the season where like they they're like maybe we should start dating yeah yeah that that never needs to happen however i will say that all of that shit is better than any of the books after the first one really because the first book it basically they do a pretty good um like parallel like a pretty good adaptation for the tv show uh starting with book number two where dokes doesn't die but becomes like half robot uh and is confined in a wheelchair and yeah it's it's so fucking dumb like if you ever really want to go down a rabbit hole 
like go through the Wikipedia pages for the Dexter books in order and be glad that the shows are not worse than they are because the source material is awful. So let's just be glad we got the shows that we got. That's fair. Um, But yeah, no, for like, if I, if I wanted to like give everybody like a, if I, there was somebody that was like, I really want to get into Dexter like I'm really interested in the plots. I would say watch the first two seasons and then be done, and just be done with it. Well, my big thing, and uh, you may or may not agree with me about this, is uh, you could like you could skip season five and not miss a goddamn thing. Yep, you sure could. Um, you could jump from four to six and be like, wow, these are fantastic back-to-back seasons. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think there was a lot about Dexter that really kind of, that worked until it didn't. And then, like, the highs are high. Because you and I talked about this. Like, when I very first started my last job, when I was training and doing like the two weeks of training and then they didn't have me in the system. So I basically just logged on the computer for like four days and did nothing. Um, I watched all eight seasons of Dexter and something insane, like what, two and a half weeks. It was fast. Cause I was going through almost an entire season during my work day. And then I would finish working and jump on the exercise bike for like another 40 minutes. So I was watching like seven to nine episodes a day almost. That's um, a lot of Dexter. Yeah, but, you know, and I, I, we went through and like compared our rankings of seasons one to eight on like a one to ten scale. Yeah. And we were pretty close on a lot of them. Um, so like standout episodes from seasons one and two, what you got? Uh, there's just, there's so many. Let me look up the, uh, the episode guide. Um, because I'm going to pick some stuff from season two. Um, because I think that, uh, season two is, um, is more of a standout. So, um, I like um the um like I, I like uh the um I like them all man like I'm reading all these descriptions and I'm like man all of these are just so good like all of these are just really really good um like I can't pick one. Um, I was not prepared for picking out all of these that are just like so really good. Um, Like the, the, okay. Uh, To give you a good, like to show you the, the depth of the character and to give you kind of um, like another side, there's an episode, it's episode four where um, one of the, the kids, uh, Cody starts having nightmares about, he feels like the Bay Harbor butcher, which is the name of 
like uh, Dexter as a serial killer. They have the the media has dubbed him the Bay Harbor Butcher, and um, so Cody, one of the kids, uh, one of his his uh, girlfriend at the time's kids, starts having nightmares that the Bay Harbor Butcher is going to get him, and it forces Dexter to kind of show this humane side and not give away too much because he's trying to be like, no, well, you know, the Bay Harbor butcher only goes after bad people and, you know, doesn't would never ever hurt kids. And like, he has this code and like, you start to see him kind of like get close to that line where like, you're afraid he's going to say something to um, like say too much and kind of like peel back some of the mask of, of who he is. And then it's like this switch where he's like, you realize that he's in control the whole time and he like backs way up and just keeps on rolling. And you're like, damn, like some of those subtle moments that, that really add an extra dimension, but then show you that it's basically like him building a fake third dimension on, on his character. And it was like a plot the whole time, like yeah, incredibly well done. Uh, where it's like he you, he shows you this this other caring huma- humanitarian kind of like soft side, and then you're like that was totally just an act, and he is completely empty inside. But he has developed this persona and plays it so well that it like makes it extra friggin' creepy. Mm-hmm. So definitely a standout. Uh, standout episode for that reason as like not just a part of like the season long or the episode long story but as a an overarching um, like character moment for him I can agree with that so uh, you want to talk shows that should have ended long before they did oh no a near perfect season and a near perfect first season prison break my god like prison break is the example that i give anybody when they're like name me a show that has a perfect like name me a perfect season of a show and yeah like it does have a lot of like fake outs where they're like tonight's the night we leave and it's like episode 9 and you're like nah. is it though like there's 22 episodes i kind of doubt it um <laughs> and so it's always like you know you kind of get not frustrated but it's like they they play that card a bit too much but it's all told so well and it builds so well that like you can forgive it and you can overlook um, like you can overlook it um, because it's done so well. Well, and I think part of it that I really enjoy is the fact that like it still doesn't take itself too seriously either. Like they're not cutting a lot of jokes or everything, but like, it feels like an eighties heist movie the entire time you're watching it. Yeah. Um, down to like, you know, the, the, the corrupt FBI agent, the, 
the whole thing about like you know him being framed and the the tattoos of the blueprint on him which is a great reveal at the end of episode one um at the end of the pilot but at the same time there's like just so much there that's still very hokey and they do a great job and i mean a great job of an ensemble cast oh yeah uh, cause I mean, there's, I mean, what is it like eight characters, not eight, like eight to 11. Well now, like, I mean, I was just thinking of prisoners and then you've got the, the nurse, the warden, uh, the, the son, the guard, uh, the guard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you're talking, there are 12 to 15 main characters in play. And it never feels like it's too much. Like there are 12 to 15 characters at any point that you like genuinely care about. Um, and like, you don't feel like you're overwhelmed with all of it. Right. Like they, they juggle a massive cast for a 42 minute episodic show. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they juggle it well that like everybody gets, a good amount of screen time and character development and like everybody plays their role to push the story along so well. Yeah. Yeah. It after, after season one, we won't really talk about that, but season one, Oh, perfection. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Uh, for standout episodes, is it weird if I just say the pilot? No, like the, the, the pilot's really good because um, uh, like there's a lot of like there, there's some comedy, there's some drama. Like it, it's a good mix. There's action. There's like stuff that you think the, the, the thing that Prison Break does great is like it, it sets a lot of stuff and you think you understand and like you think you know why certain things are done a certain way and then you don't realize that you were totally wrong until like three or yeah. four episodes later and you're like holy shit they were thinking so far ahead and i didn't even realize it because like you know um you know michael like they go through that he has this this thing uh, condition is the wrong word, but he's got this thing where like when he looks at an object, you know, he sees it for the parts that it is mm -hmm. and not for the actual thing. And that's very symbolic of the show because they present you with a lot of stuff that you look at at face value. And then later on, you find out that the different pieces of whatever it is are actually what you should be paying attention to. And it like blows your mind when it happens. It's fantastic great show yeah yeah um i don't know if you've seen the next the, like the my next one. Oh, uh i don't I, like i don't even have there's only one episode of the entire show that i don't like um i think think i can predict what you're about to say if you think i'm about to say breaking bad you're wrong that um, really really uh i oh, consider no. this probably still um if you if you made me choose what is my favorite show of all time 
I'm probably going to say this. Um, and um, I, I like, I, I'm trying to think of another way to build it up, but like, I can't. Um, it's the first season of The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Fan, well, that was a lukewarm reaction well no like uh, <laughs> all right I, i've only ever seen like four episodes of the sopranos so oh. I, I don't have a lot to add to this conversation oh. but no you took me by surprise with it first season of sopranos is amazing because it's another thing like you talked about with prison break where there's a ton of characters and like as you're getting to know all of them and how they all interact and how um everybody like all the pieces fit and stuff um you know, they, they do such an incredible job of world building. Um, and like, th yeah, there's only one episode I don't like. It's towards the end um, because it's one of those, like the whole episode is a dream sequence. And oh, I, just, yeah, I don't yeah. like it. But um, uh, a standout episode. I will tell you the fifth episode of season of the first season, it's called College. And the plot is basically uh, Tony takes his daughter and I'm not just picking this episode because he takes his daughter on a trip to Maine because they're doing a college visit, like a college visit tour. And so he's taking her around to different colleges and um, it's the first time that like they're in the car and she asks him, are you in the mafia? And so, like, he's kind of, he's kind of like, he's surprised and because uh, he, he's not expecting that at all. And he comes up with some response. But, like, it's, it's a perfect representation of the entire show because while they're there, they fill up at this gas station and Tony sees a guy that he is convinced is a, a guy that was a witness that went, entered into witness protection. Uh, mm -hmm. He thinks he's a former member of a different uh, mob family who entered into the witness protection because he turned state's evidence on him. And so he's trying to balance um, taking his daughter to college and being a father to her while trying to figure out if this guy is the guy that turned and taking care of him if he is all in the same trip. And it was, you know, it was 1999, so it was, like, they do everything by payphone. So he's trying to call, he's trying to make, like, secret payphone calls while his daughter is, like, well, his daughter's not going to notice. And so he's calling people and setting up, like, times for them to call back and, like, figure out if this guy is the guy while he's also trying to take her around to college trips and, and be her dad. And, like, it it really highlights the 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 dual tone of literally the entire series um and don't just take my word for it because um in 2009 10 years after it aired uh tv guide ranked it as number two on the 100 greatest episodes of all time list was number one Ozymandias? Uh, let's see uh, if I can see what number one was. Top ten. Well, it was a. Um, it was in two thousand nine. It was Seinfeld's The Contest. 
Okay, yeah, I was going to say 2009, yeah. No, yeah. no, uh, Breaking Bad hadn't aired yet. No, so, um... Um, no uh, Sopranos College was number two. So it was literally the number two, like, of all television, greatest episodes of all time. They ranked it that way. Um, so don't just take my word for it. Uh, and if you haven't watched The Sopranos yet, get off your ass and do it. Because it's great. It's an nice. amazing show. Uh, to to um to to that same vein of favorite TV shows and uh favorite you know like narrowing it down like if this isn't my favorite show it's definitely probably like top three top five um this season specifically is some of just my absolute favorite television it has one of the most heartbreaking episodes of any show i've ever fucking seen and it's a cartoon uh season four of futurama um it it has the episode that they won an emmy for uh 300 big boys which was kind of like a play on the when everyone got $300 from the government as part of a tax return in like 2000. Yeah. Ish. Um, and you know, it's got, there's just, it, it was the original final season of Futurama. It has out of the three endings the show has had so far, it has my favorite, uh, the devil's hands are idle play things where, uh, Fry makes deal with the devil and, you know, puts on this whole big opera that's basically just him professing his love to Leela um, before the show ends. Uh, there, There's just, there's so much good here. There's so much, like, good TV. And it's just, for me, it's this also just this huge bottle cap of, like, this time capsule of everything. It was the season that aired in, 2002 2003 um and you know it features that fucking episode it features jurassic bark uh uh yeah Ugh. that was a the, rough one no pun intended the one where you know they're gonna bring fry's dog back to life and you find out that seymour lived to be 16 or 17 years old and then fry decides not to because you know, Seymour had a good life and he didn't want to take that away from him and bring him back just to, he didn't want to bring him back for selfish reasons. Yeah. And then during the credits of that episode, you find out that all Seymour did his entire life was sit outside of the fucking pizza place and wait on Fry to come home. So sad. What's even sadder. Do you want to know what the original plan was? Oh no. It was supposed to be his mom. Oh. Yeah. But they decided that the mom was too sad. Yeah. I can't imagine why. Um, and yeah, so they switched it to his dog. Yeah, but that's hard enough to watch. Uh, I, I always liked Futurama when I was younger. Um, season four is the season where I was just like, I like that's where I like didn't to, to get super nerdy with it. Like that's where I fell in love with the show. And yeah. 
just couldn't stop watching. No, that's a good pick. Um, I haven't seen it as much um, uh, as you have, but I have enjoyed everything I've ever seen. Uh, it's it is a fantastic show. I love the um, the one episode that I always remember. I, I think of quite often is the Slurm episode. Oh yeah, the Willy Wonka Slurm yeah, episode. Yeah, so like that one always. Um, every so often, I'll just be like, "Eh, Slurm." Like and think that uh, with that, so I don't know. Uh, well, the next time you're here, you can drink your beer out of the Slurm koozie. Yes, I have. yes. And I also, um, if you ever, I mean, I'm sure you've heard me say it in the 15 or 12, 13 year tenure of our friendship. Yeah. If you ever hear me say "Wimmy Wham Wham Wazzle," oh, that's yeah. a reference to that episode. I have heard that a time or two out of your mouth before. Just. A time or two per conversation. You you uh, you want you want to do one more each and then end on our shared one. Uh, I think the only one I might have left is our shared one. Okay. Um, but uh, um, I I don't know if we have the same season. Well, the only other the only other one I kind of wanted to mention, and I'll just mention it briefly. Did you watch Hannibal? No, I did not. Okay. Season two of Hannibal, like it's again, it was one of those things I like marathoned. So trying to pick like a certain episode, the uh, the finale was good because it felt very kind of like prison breakish, where a lot of pieces fell into place that weren't there initially. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of uh, but Hannibal kind of took me by surprise. I'd always heard like good things about it but then when i decided to say like fuck it and sit down and watch the entire series um it still has one of my favorite tv tv show endings of all time it is a fucking crime that they didn't get to do season four because they had gone to the effort of getting the rights to be able to do silence of the lambs yeah and then they fucking lost then then the show got canceled uh but no season two of hannibal is fucking fantastic well, uh, and also, um, Hannibal, uh, has, I'm going to make a uh, connection here because, okay. uh, Hannibal, um, features somebody or is connected to somebody that, uh, is going to be a part of a show that I feel like I'm going to add to this list the next time we do it. Um, okay. because, uh, uh, Brian Fuller who is uh, connected to Hannibal uh, is a part of the new crystal Lake show. That's coming <sighs> that I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to love it. And I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to love everything about it and I don't even care. Uh, yep. Brian Fuller is producing uh, crystal Lake and uh it's going to be on peacock and i love it next year because it is probably going to be late next year because uh after all the yeah. striking shit so i feel like it, i wonder if there is a friday the 13th next year because i'm sure if they were smart let's see let's go to the calendar and i'm go. sure there is i mean i feel like it's one of those things that lines up at least once every year why 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 i do this way too often where i ah september and December. 
I was gonna say, I feel like there's going to be at least, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a September thing. Yeah, September, Friday, September 13th would be a perfect premiere date for Crystal Lake on Peacock. So, um, yeah, that one I feel like is going to go on my list uh, next next year when we do this. But, um, no, uh, our joint one. Mm-hmm. that I feel like we might have different seasons, but I feel like it's going to be the same show. No, I actually, th- I've been thinking about it a lot for the day and I think I'm willing to agree with your season yeah, and I, we'll get to, we'll, we'll get to why. Yeah. And I, we might have the same reason for why a show. We've been talking a lot about shows that have run their course and went on way Jesus too long Christ, and went on about way a too decade long. too long. Yeah. Because, uh, I think, the show's fantastic. You know, at least it started out that way. Show we're talking about, of course, Supernatural. I am willing to throw... I'm willing to throw season three mm-hmm. as not only <coughs> my favorite overall season of the show, but... I think it's the best, like, as a whole season that they did uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, but, like, you want to talk standout episodes? All right. Oh, yeah. Opens the season with uh, the Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, yep. The third episode is the Rabbit's Foot episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Um, the hey, what is it like episode eight or ten? The one in the prison or the um, jail? It, that one is uh, hold on, I just went by that one. Um, I just, I just literally went by that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm gonna find it. Um, uh, episode three, no, three is the um. Three is the rabbit's foot. Um, I'm just going to start going through all of these. Um, oh, mystery spot. Yeah, mystery spot's 11. eleven. Um, eight is the Christmas episode, which is like yeah. so good. Um, the uh, twelve juice and bellow. That's the yeah, small town jail. Twelve so. is the jail. Thirteen is where they introduce ghost facers. Uh, which is so funny, but, and then, um, so, okay. I think the thing that benefited and the reason why also, I think that season is the best is because it was the season that was shortened by the 2008 writer strike or 2007 writer strike. And the reason is because supernatural has that problem where, Every season is like 21 or 22 or 23 episodes, but they basically have a story that's good for about 16. Mm-hmm. And then they have about eight that are filler and they're obviously filler. And it makes an otherwise, an otherwise fantastic, amazing, near perfect season into just an okay season because they have so many where there's sometimes where like they've got an overarching story and then they just kind of forget about it and don't mention it for six episodes in a row. 
And then all of a sudden they're like back to it and there's no real explanation for it. And because that season was cut so many, they basically cut out all the filler. And that season is, is basically nonstop on the main plot. And it's so good. Now I will yeah. say because of that strike, they had to cut, they had a bunch of episodes that were cut and one of yeah. them, one of them that they cut still breaks my heart because there was supposedly the rumor is that it got to the like the, the script draft stage where they were going to have a supernatural Friday the 13th crossover where they were going to investigate at Camp Crystal Lake and it was going to be licensed and everything and it was going to be fantastic. But that was one of the ones because they it. it the 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 rights and all that stuff took so long that they were behind on writing that one and getting that one going that that was an easy one to cut uh so uh it hurts but i get it and um but the rest of the season is so good because there's there's actually um like there's a problem and there's actual consequences and yeah. it's it's so well done and it's well and there's a great cliffhanger well and there's that the the whole point and it's like one of the few seasons where you don't feel like you've got that like it's one of the only seasons where they don't have that fucking uh like one of the brothers gets mad at the other so they're gonna go their separate ways right and it's great like i I love that they avoid that i love that they just kind of like let them do their thing it's shortened it's it's tight there's there's not a lot of filler episodes because like that's one of the things that killed season four for me is they have x amount of time you know things are being like seals are being broken blah 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 and um, all that needs to happen is like you know they should be focusing on this, and then at one point they just make an offhanded comment about being like, "Well, why aren't we doing the seals are out there? Need to be broken." It's like, well, you know, we've just got to do this for a little bit, and it's just like, do you? Yeah, no. You've got to take don't. a break and just go do stuff. Yeah, it's uh, the it's only other one I would put frustrating. In, sorry. No, yeah, no, the no, only no, other no. one I would put in the running for future or for Futurama for Supernatural would be season five. Yeah, season five uh, is great because of the the last episode or like the last two episodes. Yeah, uh, the storyline is great, and it's probably like I judge I judge a lot of the seasons based on the uh, the road so far video that they play at the uh, like the to open the season finale. Yeah, and that one is probably the best road so far video because it's such a strong story but it has that same problem where like the first five episodes they're really focused on the story and then like the middle eight episodes they don't give a shit about it and then like the last six or seven they really focus on it and it's so it's really good but it's 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 the problem i always have when when people who have never seen it and i want to introduce it to them like I have literally Googled, I wish somebody would make a guide for the episodes that you can skip. Mm-hmm. Like the episodes that don't really have anything to do with the overall season story so that you could kind of condense it way down. And 
like I wish somebody would do that. I don't I, like I haven't checked in a few years, so I don't know if anybody has, but it would be nice if somebody would so that, you know, you could tell somebody like, yeah, the first five seasons are great. I need you to invest 100 hours into it to watch it. And that was <sighs> um, well, like, and, you know, you know, like I've tried to go back and finish it. Yeah. I got to, I think, season 11 or 12. I think it's season 12, episode 3, and was like, I can't fucking do this. I can't do this for another 70 episodes. No, I get to the season, whatever season it was, where the mom comes back. I get to the second or third (laughs) episode of that season. (laughs) We're talking about the same yeah same episodes yeah Yeah. i get to the second or third episode of that season and i'm just like i fucking can't with this like i would like to go back and just watch like the last like i'm just gonna skip to the last season and just not really give a shit about what happens i might just like read what happens for season whatever 13 and um and and finish it up 12 13 and 14 yeah and and just finish because what did it go 15 seasons it went 15 seasons. Me, the, cre- the creator had a five season thing. Yeah. And like, I- I've talked to multiple people and my whole thing has always been, yeah, if you're going to watch Supernatural, turn it off with eight seconds left in yep. the final episode yep. of season five. Yep. And then like, uh, it's done. Because if, if we were talking best episodes of shows ever, Swan Song oh, like, yeah. is absolutely up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think, I think what I might do is I might like just read what happens in those seasons and then just watch the last season. Cause I still haven't finished it yet. Like, I don't know what happens in the end of that show. So I may go back and watch it. Um, and, and just like see, but just only do the last season because I, dude, I have tried I gave it the Game of Thrones try where like I've tried Mm -hmm. to watch Game of Thrones three separate times and I get to the same episode every single time and I'm like, I fucking can't do this anymore. And I stop. And yeah, it's the same way with that season of Supernatural. Like I can't even remember what season it is, but yeah, it's like they they end everything like they, they stop the big bad and then like at the the very end of the season before, like they stop the big bad and then like their mom is there. And they're just like, how did this happen? And then, like, they start getting into, like, secret societies and shit. And I'm like, yeah. I fucking can't do this. Like, when when, they're, uh, when their mother is alive and they introduce a secret society, it's very much a, like, do we have to keep going? Like, I, like I know it's a, it's a cop-out and it, like, gives them a quote-unquote home base. And like it gives them the um, like 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 so they're not just like nomadic and like so I get I get what they're doing, but it's like yeah. it's just it's not good. Yeah, and I can't remember what the name of the group is. I think it's like the the something men, but uh, I can't remember. Of so, say this will, so the stone cutters, <laughs> the, stone, the the men of letters, stone cutters. Yes, they they they, uh, they made Steve Gutenberg a star. Yeah. It's a deep cut for a lot of people. I don't know that they'll get that. So the stone, like have we talked about like Steve Gutenberg is a big name in vinyl. Really? And like best record players and like, no joke, the speakers I have, you've listened to records at my place. I have yeah. good speakers. Yeah. 
$72 on Amazon. And do you know who my buddy got the recommendation off of? If you guessed Steve Gutenberg, you'd be correct. Wow. All right, then. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> also, once we're off air, I'll tell you how much I uh, spent on a copy of Broke by Head PE on vinyl. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Um, oof. Well, lucky for me, we're almost we're almost out of time. But because I got to hear that story. Uh, no, I uh, the, the most I've paid for a vinyl is the sticker price for Macho Man Randy Savage to be a man. Thanks to you. They re-released that like three I times. I know it too. pisses me off too because like I, I saw that there was a store that did like some kind of like weird spiral like black and white ink splatter or whatever and uh, whatever. Like all I know is I was fortunate enough to procure a copy and so I'm just going to be happy with that and not worry about other people but i'm still kind of like man it's still sitting on my shelf that <laughs> is very close to being full well another few weeks and i will be taking it off your hands maybe less depending on uh that other thing that we've been talking about but maybe more um oh yeah and it'll be it'll be scary con and i will be uh i will i will come face to face to get it from you Sounds good to me. And it'll be I'm going to smooch you, too. Oh, I can't wait. going to tongue punch your fart box. What? Attaboy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we'll put that on the live stream. Um, that'll be fun. Um, no, like, what we need to do, we need to decide if we're going to do at, at the Scary Con or if we're going to do uh, somewhere else uh, or at, like, a different time if we want to do the um, FWB podcast custom Jenga game and live stream it for everybody. Oh yeah. I think that's a must have uh, where we would, we would uh, like do the stream. I don't know how we would do it. I don't know if it would be acceptable for YouTube standards. So we might have to figure out another place to house that. And um, yeah, let me look into, let me look into different streaming options for it. And uh, if you want to do it live or if you want to like, like tape it and edit it and, and, and do it as like a, like a premium thing. But I think we need to get a group of people together, uh, like a healthy mix of people. And we'll play a few rounds of FWB podcast Jenga, where like you and I will come up with a bunch of like underneath the, the blocks and then we'll have a set number where we will ask listeners to send us in suggestions. And we'll pick the ones that we like and we'll write those and then we'll play. Sounds good to me, baby. And and drink and have fun and it'll be a great time. So uh, we'll we'll decide when we're going to do that. If you want to do uh, like one of the nights of Scary Con, or you want to do a different time, like we're we'll figure it out. But like I have a I have a sealed brand new Jenga game set aside for this. Uh, so we will we will do this, and uh, we will start asking people for 
uh, we'll decide how many, like you and I will pass back and forth, like however many ideas that we have. And like, I'll start filling them out and uh, we'll put like some of the standard ones on there. And then like, we'll come up with a bunch of custom ones for us. And then we'll leave however many we want for suggestions. I love this idea. I'm here for this idea. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. So we're going to plan that out and uh, we'll figure out when we're going to do that. And we'll start that plan. And uh, two weeks from tonight, two weeks from this episode, we start our Halloween scary spectacular. I guess we have to talk about what we want to do for that. Yeah, we'll plan all that out. We got plenty of time. So, uh, but we can't do it now because we are out of time don't forget to uh check out and subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash at symbol tn2m shows uh or you see us post the shit out of it on all the rest of our social medias so uh follow the links from there uh subscribe because you don't want to miss any of the fun stuff that we've got coming up we got a new show premiering in october so you don't want to miss that you want to Make sure that you're subscribed with the notification bell hit so you will be notified and alerted when we post those so that you don't miss it. Um, Our merch was on sale, but it's not anymore. Uh, That's about all I got. Wait a week and a half. Yeah, it'll be on sale again. So, yeah, Uh, we'll be back next week. Again, like it felt weird taking last week off after we'd been on for like so. But I mean, God, this is unless one of us has something come up, this is it until what Thanksgiving? Yeah, this is it until we take uh, our Thanksgiving break. So yeah, we're gonna be back next week, kicking off spooky season soon, Woo! and we will, uh. We will be back here with you next week. And until then, y'all stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. We're going to be back with you next week, ready with bullshit, ready with stories, ready with garbage and going off topic as we always are. And until then, thank you for being our friends. Happy birthday, Josh, with benefits.